This is the Worldly Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Luke. Through our website and this podcast, we're seeking to connect with what worldly wellbeing means. And by listening today, you're joining with us. Perschendetje, Mersiveni, Unyam Luka, Sienisot, Unflet, Shum Pakship. In case you're not all linguists out there, that was a little bit of Albanian to intro our topic for today. We are going to be briefly exploring the wonders of Albania. And this podcast works particularly well with the blog entry on our website, Learnings from the Land of the Eagles. Albania is definitely a country that people have mixed opinions about. Not many people know a huge amount of detail about the country. And the information they do know is based in stereotype and usually really bad representation in the media. It's also a country that's actually over the last 50 to 70 years been through a huge amount. It all really began just after the Second World War. The Communist Party came to power in Albania and was fronted by who later became known as Judgy, which means Uncle M. Vahodja. He was the dictator there for the rest of his life. Uh, and for nearly 50 years, Albania was under the grips of a really extremist communist regime. Since then, Albania has struggled again. Communism fell in Eastern Europe towards the end of the 1980s and early 1990s. And where other countries in the region really began to thrive, particularly through tourism, Albania began to struggle with the failure of um, large pyramid schemes, which led to civil unrest and nearly a civil war in the late 1990s. And since then, the recovery period has been slow. It's been hard. The route to EU membership has not been as smooth as many would have hoped. And there has been a huge number of particularly younger people leaving Albania, attempting to find work and a better life elsewhere, which has meant that Albania has at times stagnated. But there is also a lot of promise and a lot of hope. Albanians are a beautiful people. And there is a real desire by those who still live in the country to see and develop a country which they can continue to be proud of because they're a deeply patriotic people. It sounds like Albania's had a really challenging recent history. Luke, could you just tell us a little bit about your relationship with Albania? Yeah, it's a bit of a, a random one, really. I first went to Albania in 2006. It was my first real experience of going to a country that was so vastly different to my own upbringing, but also where I was immediately confronted with abject poverty, with great swathes of inequality, but also an environment where the family unit and the kind of reliance on culture was front and center. So I went to Albania as part of my first gap year after my A-levels, and I spent a week with working with a local church there I then went back a year and a half later uh, to spend three months with them. And I've been going back ever since. Uh, my relationship has evolved. So I've got wonderful friends who I consider to be family there. Um, my my best friend recently had his first son, whose middle name is named after me. So that was a real honor that I take very seriously because of how important family is in Albania. So um, you're officially tied to the country now. Yes, uh, I'm officially a judgy and uncle now. And so my ties have strengthened. And it's a country that my own commitment to has evolved. So initially, it was very much rooted in my faith and church connections, 
which continue with a number of charities over there. But it also now focuses on the LGBT rights movement in Albania. I'm a patron of the charity Streha, which is a shelter for LGBT homeless young people, the first of its kind in the region. And it's a real privilege and an honor to be involved in those kinds of contexts in a country that is desperately focusing on the future and what's next. I think it's really lovely to see how you've gone through all the stages of visiting somewhere and being impressed both positively and negatively by it, by feeling like you want to connect some more and respond to the challenges and the things that you've seen there. And yet at the same time, it seems like Albania has sort of entwined itself in your life and with you as a person. Yeah, there's no way that I could ever have foreseen the the connection that has grown but definitely there is a part of me now that will be forever Shiptar, will be forever Albanian. Um, and I can't escape that. Sometimes I wish it, I could. Um, Albania is an incredibly frustrating place to be as well. If Particularly if you are a Brit or a Westerner um, traveling to Albania, you know, the lack of a queuing system, the fact that everyone has an opinion about everything, regardless of whether they actually have any education or any understanding of what it is they're talking about, It's also a hard place to be in many other ways. And it's hard to interact with a culture and a society that is at times deeply unequal. In your blog, you talked about this and you described the country as being seen on the frontier of Europe. As you've said, there's quite a a negative reputation and perhaps representation of the country. What are the complexities surrounding this? Yeah, so I mean, everything I'm about to say is caveated by the fact that I'm a foreigner to Albania. Um, and I only have the an insight as a foreigner, not as someone who's grown up in the country. But although Albania is, is beautiful in so many ways, including its natural landscape and its people, it does continue to have its problems. As I mentioned earlier, the path to EU membership has been bumpy, and that's largely been down to um, a few key factors, including judicial corruption. So there's been a recent scandal around judges that had been appointed and getting cousins and or family members specific jobs or being able to get into specific aspects of the government. Discrimination and abuse is a huge problem. Discrimination against marginalized groups, not only LGBT plus people, but also the Roma community. They are considered outsiders to Albanian society and abuse, domestic violence. And particularly recently in Albania, there has been a lot of news coverage of ongoing issues regarding rape and sexual assault. There's also a huge discrepancy in equality of wealth and wealth distribution. So there are aspects of the capital city that feel like any other cosmopolitan city in Europe, that you go two miles down the road or even a mile down the road and you're confronted by a Roma gypsy camp or you go and meet a young Albanian family who have to work three or four jobs to be able to just afford the basics in life. These aren't unique to Albania, but they are particularly problematic. So I've been to Albania a couple of times with you as well. And I always remember what seemed quite bizarre that you'd have, we walked down one street where it was all fully paved and it looked like, as you say, quite a European street. And then the other end of the street, was fallen apart and hadn't been constructed at all. So clearly we can see there's a lot of complexities in Albania. But as a visitor, how can we go to a country like Albania? How can we contribute positively? How could we engage? How can we balance all the aspects of a country like this? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the million dollar question, I think, that we have whenever we travel to countries that we can visibly see these discrepancies in equality and the vastness of inequality. I think Albania is particularly difficult for many visitors because it's in Europe. It, it, you know, it's a three hour flight from London and it's hard to be present and physically see those great issues of inequality. But I would also say that we have all these problems in the UK, you know, corruption, abuse, sexual assault, inequality in, for marginalized groups. None of these none of these only exist in Albania. They're just perhaps slightly more visible and to the surface. But in terms of how we can respond, I would say that the best way is to go with an open heart and an open mind. So not to go with any kind of preloaded judgments. I think a lot of people think about Albania and they think of the film Taken, where the bad guys are Albanian. Um, and I think it's best to go in with as much of an open mind as possible. And when you're there, to do all that you can to interact with all aspects of what it means to live in Albania. So yes, go and be a tourist. Go and soak up the sun on those amazing beaches. Go and eat the food that I think is probably some of the best food in Europe, if not the world. Go and visit the mountains in Theth and around the Valbona National Park and really embrace having a 10 a.m. Raki with a Turkish coffee, as we talk about in our welcome blog on the Worldly Wellbeing website. Go all in and experience all of those tourist kind of aspects, but also don't shy away from learning about some of the hard stuff. Talk to locals, talk to journalists. Albanians are very open. Again, there's this stereotype and this stigma around Albanians that they look quite stern and they're going to be quite mean. It could not be further from the, the truth. They have a culture of hospitality and openness that I don't think I've met anywhere else. You can try to pay for your coffee when out with Albanian friends, but only if you're willing to argue for it for about an hour, because this desire to be the good host, to be the good friend, to, to do all they can for someone else is so ingrained in Albanian uh, culture. It's a really lovely thing. And I suppose as we've said before, travel to a country isn't just about the monuments or the nature. It's so much about the people and the connections. If you can connect with a local, discuss these kinds of issues, because how can we as a tourist comprehend what their country really is like without hearing from them? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, if you're going to go to Albania, if you're going to go to Tirana and spend a long weekend there, I would really recommend going and finding there's a, a, a local newspaper that's printed in English. Pick up a copy of that, go sit in a local coffee shop, flick through the pages, and then find someone in there that speaks good enough English to have a conversation with. And they will be ecstatic to have that conversation, particularly if it's about politics. And you will learn so much. You might not agree with everything that you read or that you're being told, but you'll never be far away from an Albanian who wants to share their opinion, particularly on politics. And so talking of visiting Albania, do you have any other advice for a tourist wanting to visit? Yes. So I have some top tips. Please tell us. Absolutely. The first one is know how to say the word good. You can use it in every context and you could, it's a response, like kind of like how we might say okay. It kind of flits in anywhere. And even at times where you think you wouldn't say it, just chuck it in because... It seems to be the response that you can use. Um, the word for good is mir. It's spelled like the, the English word maya, but pronounced mir. Use it for anything. Someone asks you how you are, mir. How's your family, mir. How's work, mir. How's your journey, mir. It's fine. Let's just test it. So mir. 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 Oh. Like meerkat. <laughs> 
Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, and this is yeah. like it's kind of a bit more of a kind of up and down than we have a, uh, in English. They, it's quite a musical language in that there's a lot of kind of inflection in tone. So my second bit of advice is be prepared for a culture shock. It is Europe, but it, not quite as you know it. And that's why I think it has so much to offer. It was in the Ottoman Empire. So there is a huge Turkish influence there as well. So like I mentioned, Turkish coffee and a lot of food from that part of the world has influenced Albanian cuisine as well. So there's this real East meets West, which is fantastic to experience, but it's not Paris. So don't go there expecting, you know, a French countryside walk because you're not going to get it. The third piece of advice is... Eat every type of burek that you can get your hands on. Burek is a national, well, it, I mean, it's a regional dish, but I'm biased and think the way the Albanians do it is the best. It's basically layers of flaky pastry filled with different types of vegetable cheese. Sometimes there's meat in it. I still dream about those because every time I've been to Albania, I have insisted that we have at least one a day. And for a tourist, it's a great meal to have as well on the go, because for the price of less than a euro, you can get a barek and it's filling, it's full of great flavors. My favorite is uh, barek mejiz, which jeez is a type of cheese, as it sounds, which leads into my next point. Count how many types of cheese you come across in Albania. I thought Europeans generally had a good handle on different types of cheese. Albanians go to town. If you walk past a shop that sells cheese, diaf is the word for the generic word for cheese. There are mountains of it and it's all different types. My favorite uh, hard cheese is kachkaval, which you can get grilled. It's so good. And you have that at breakfast, at lunch as a random snack. If you walk past a grill that's making it, my mouth is watering thinking about all this. And to be honest, who doesn't love cheese? Cheese lovers should go. Yeah. If you love fantastic fresh food, particularly cheese, get yourself to Albania immediately. Which again, beautifully segues onto my final piece of advice, which is be prepared to go back because you'll be hooked from the first visit. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us, Luke. It was really fascinating to hear more about the history of Albania. A lot of things I didn't know myself. To hear about your personal experience and relationship with this country and also to get some good travel advice. Skydra, ska problem. No problem. You can learn more about and read more about Albania in my blog on the World Wellbeing website, Learnings from the Land of the Eagles. And do tune in next week for our next podcast. Bye. Mirapavshim. Mm-hmm.